A story that's come to my attention this week. It's quite quite insane because we we talk a lot about gigs and um, and as we we're just talking in the last couple of songs, gigs are going up in price. Yeah, and we can you know. Dave and I used to go and see gigs that are like 30 bucks and you get, you know, Violent Soho, DZ Death Rays mm. and Pup were at that gig too. Yeah, that was crazy. So like an international act and you're still 30 bucks. It Unreal. Was, it was pretty amazing. And it's kind of, you see the bigger artists, you see your Coldplay's, you see U2 played the other night. Those tickets would have been oh. between 100 and, you know, 250. Oh, easily. But I mean, they're, they're big dog names right there. Woof, woof. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we were talking about this and um, uh, we were talking about a band that's playing for 90 bucks, which is, I guess, relatively cheap depending on the band, but it just made me realise all of the gigs I've been seeing lately have been like $10 pub gigs and I enjoy them so much more than your, your $90, your $250 gigs. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The fact that, you know, these these cheaper gigs, they're usually a bit smaller venues. They're not Suncorp Stadium and they're yeah. massive and you've got to line up for three hours to get into the mosh. Mm. These are places that you can literally stop, you know, at the front, go get a drink, come back, you're all good. Yeah, You don't exactly. really lose your, your place. I, I think my rule is if if you can't see the artist closer than you can see your TV. So the distance between your couch and your TV, if you can't get closer than that, maybe no, maybe don't go to the gig. I'm just realising that's a ridiculous rule, but I stand by it. I want to get up close and touch the artist. Bay FM top rule. <laughs> top rule number one. Top tip. Well, Dave, the reason I talk about this is uh, because club prices, you know, they, they're going up. Big, big acts are pulling in the money and, and still pulling in the people because they're amazing artists and you should definitely go support live oh, music. yeah, definitely. But there's a story that's come out and essentially this one person will never have to pay for a gig in their life. Oh, how, how did they score that? One weird trick that all doctors hate. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, essentially this person has been granted free gigs for life at this one particular club. And that sounds like a, oh, okay. a bloody good deal. I was about I, to say, who's giving away that? Exactly. Do you want to know how they got it, Dave? I'm, I'm going to assume it's like a lawsuit or something. They fell down the stairs and they're like, oh, if you keep quiet, we'll give you free gigs. <laughs> but, I mean, they'd probably have, you know, some pretty uh, mad anxiety about going back to a place that they <laughs> fell. Yeah, probably. So you've got free gigs for life, but you can't actually go back because it's like this ah, place is so very scary to me. That's why they offer it because they know you won't take it. Ah, it's sneaky. But no, that's not how it actually happened. The way it went down was that uh, a 19-year-old was out clubbing and, uh, you know, going about listening listen to the grooves and it was about 5.30 a.m. So they're doing the long, you know, the long haul there. Yeah, that, that's that's a trooper effort. That is that is that really is the sun's. You know, well here it's pretty much up. It's yeah. It's you know, depending on the time of year. Yeah, it's true. But let's not get into that. No, it's trooper effort. But it's not her, the person that was dancing at five thirty a.m. that gets the uh, the free you know entry for life. It's their son, who was born on the dance floor at five thirty five a.m. Oh no, <laughs> no. So this this that, that just adds to the trooper effort. Yeah, imagine dancing till five and you have a baby and, and well, and you're nine months pregnant. Yeah, there is there's no reports that uh, you know it was premature. So she's out there like eight or nine months pregnant and going hard, going harder than I going can. Going hard, you'd have to. I'm home in bed by nine p.m. 
I, I, I wonder if she did like a, a death drop or did the splits and that's what caused the baby to, to be born. Honestly, it, it doesn't say, but I wish it went into that detail. Maybe she did the worm and it was like a toothpaste <laughs> packet. <laughs> that, that, that conjures up some spicy imagery that I'd, I don't really want to think of. Some cursed imagery. But, you know... It, when when you're, you're growing up, your parents say, oh, you were born at this hospital, you weighed this much, you know, you came out with a full head of hair and a smile on your face. This this kid was just born to the, you know, the, the doof-doof beats at 5.35 in the morning. <laughs> this is how people like Disco Stew are born. They're just <laughs> born to be absolute Saturday night fever fiends. If you don't know Disco Stew... Uh, Main main character, I would say he's he's not just a background character to me. I, th- I think it it's in the name. Yeah. He, he's defined by the disco. Exactly. This, this child would also be defined by the disco. But go go watch some Simpsons. Live the mad uh, disco stew vibes. This kid is going to be disco stew when they grow up, and I hope that uh, that person, you know, the fever never dies. 